Every week in the Blueprint Training, I sit down with a course member and we go through some of the big problems that they're having and I help them solve them right there live. This episode is with Blueprint member Jonathan where we go through and we talk about some struggles he's having with understanding what services to offer his local clients, doing link building, still using cheap links like Web 2.0s, whether or not that's a viable strategy, and also managing resources and making sure that his services are profitable. So if you guys haven't checked out the Blueprint yet, Please do. It's an amazing resource. If not, enjoy this episode. It's it's challenging because it's local. We want to start stepping into larger arenas. Mm-hmm. So this is fantastic. But it's also figuring out because because we don't charge hourly. Yeah. You know? Well, you don't have to charge hourly. That's the thing. Like I said, what you want to do is just be able to you want you still want Justify. to understand your the economics of the hours within your agency. Because it's, yeah. it's really just as much for you as it is for the client because it's cool when you're working with like VAs and offshore people um, because they're so cheap and you're just like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm making three grand. Uh, this is paying for that. But like, it's very dangerous if you're measuring things at the top line like that and not at the grassroots ground level. I've been through it before where it's like, <clears throat> yeah, this client's paying us 10, you know, our payroll's about this, blah, blah, blah. Like you have to understand at the hours level. Um, how long it's taking people to do things because also when you're stacking clients and you're getting more and more retainers, like if you don't have a good hold on like resource management and like how long it's going to take one person to do keyword research, you tell the client's going to take a day, but it takes them three days in that. And then that it's like a traffic jam. Like then everything stops. It just all like, that's where headaches come in at like at scale. Uh, yeah, no, that makes total sense. Once one thing breaks, it all starts to break. Um, so having a grasp like where you're at now, Again, you don't have to be like, hey, client, where this is going to take 10 hours. Um, it's more like you internally doing this. Like you can hide the hours column and just get, show them the monthly cost, you know? Yeah. Um, like, like that, you know? And they would be cool with that too, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you see all the work that's going in yeah, over exactly. the months and all that. Yep. Um, like looking at your flow, I'm like, oh, I could just copy this, but I'm like, it doesn't necessarily work when we're working in the project management as to tasks and breaking them up. Yep. Oh, and I remember the other question. Um, but what I find challenging is, is like, cause I usually just crush myself the first couple, like the first month or two. Mm-hmm. And like with local, it's so much different with local. Cause it's literally like you can do on page, you can do, you know, the technical stuff and you can do it and you're done with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have someone write a blog article like once every couple of weeks, <laughs> which is then, awesome. That, yeah, I, and yeah, you know, it's it's yeah, I, I agree with you. That and you do the GMB, but then you know, and from where I came from in my training was like, and I and I love what I'm learning here was you know, and don't shoot me for saying this, but when I first got into SEO and all this, it was you know, having someone create Web 2.0s and use PBN yep. links, you know, mm-hmm. which can have some benefits but if you're going to really do it like this it's like okay so we need to do link building and local it's going to be less but i still think link building for for local is good so you can kind of add that in on a smaller scale they work man you definitely you definitely want to try and budget it in i mean so are you're still only working with holistic companies correct um well the whole rebrand is now we're we're health and wellness purpose driven intentionally based so we're kind of it's always what it's been, but the holistic made, the name is changing and all of that. So that <laughs> but is, if an, but if an, e- if an e-commerce company came to you, would you turn them down or take them? Take them. Yes. Okay. okay. Um, okay. 
so so basically what I was going to say with link building is that if you're working with only one industry, it becomes much better for small businesses for small business SEO because oh, you don't have to spend any time or resources prospecting or outreach. You just kind of build a database. So you hire one prospector to just prospect for that niche, build you a database of like guest post opportunities, just get yourself one writer. And like, that's the thing too, is that your clients don't need 20 links a month. They need like two, maybe three over six to 12 months, you know? So right. if you can get them one to three links a month, um, their sites are going to see a positive result. Yeah. Um, and so like basically what I would do is, is if I were to go back and, and, and do that, I, like I said, I would build a database of, of have one prospect who's just constantly building a database and then have one person who you trust to write, go through each one of those, contact the opportunity, send, teach them how to send a pitch. Just basically teach them, be them to those two to be your link building team. You have a prospector and you have one guest post person who's doing the outreach and writing the articles. Um, and then like, you don't need that to scale too much because you know, it's, uh, and then once you have a database too, it becomes easier. You don't need as many opportunities. You know, you, you, you prospect for a thousand solid opportunities and you get a 30% success rate. That's 300 sites, you know, um, which is, which is pretty good. So that's what I would do. Um, and that can be something that you can either add on like as a tack on package for clients, which I would probably do, or, you can just start that in like month four, you know, just like after you've, so like that's kind of the cool thing about what I'm showing you here with the spreadsheet too, is that you can then visualize kind of like your sprints. So like the first two months would be like, like you said, like your, your title changes, your on-page, your queued research, you sprint those out and then you're done. But then after that, then you can reallocate those resources because you have the hours to then link building in month three and then just let that team run, you know, um, and then that frees up your like SEO people to then go work on another client, you know? Uh, no, that's really great. And that makes a lot, that makes a lot of sense. It, and putting all the pieces together. Uh, I'm going to throw two more questions. Mm -hmm. um, one, because right now we're, it, because it's local, would you have, cause like I'm, I'm literally in the process of bringing on a team starting off part-time based upon hours, but I was going to do keyword research, link building slash outreach on page, um, and then like the developer technical stuff that, you know, that needs to be fixed on the site. Would you double up on any of them or would you keep it all siloed for their yeah, job roles? I would, I would, Oh, you mean double up in job roles? Yeah. Just because there's, they're not going to be, they're not going to yeah, have that much no, work yeah. for in, until you can, until you can book people's schedule at full, then you can have them double up because the, okay. the, what happens with offshore people is that if you don't give them a full play to work, they're going to find it somewhere else and you run the risk of them running off. So if you can, if you can, um, either that or work out some sort of retainer that might be above what their hourly is just to keep them there. Like, mm -hmm. if, you know, um, like I wouldn't suggest having a developer do anything but development. You know? Yeah, no, that one I would keep separate, but like but, someone but if, that can do keyword research and yeah, no, for sure, or something. for sure. Um, definitely. And, and that's the thing about local SEO too, is that for you, I would probably be hedging on people who are really good communicators, meaning that can write and can speak. So whatever country that you're hiring from, like make sure that they can, like I would probably even go after like trying to hire bloggers um, because they can easily be taught keyword research. It's not, it's not rocket science. They can easily be taught on page and, that, and then they can write the page titles. Like, like it, that's how you're going to get more out of these people is yeah. getting somebody who can communicate because then you can basically train them to be SEO end to end SEO professionals for which for local means keyword research, GMB and on page optimizations and that's it. And yeah. then you get some, another, another, uh, people doing outreach, you know, but even that, like, I don't think you need to, I think you can get like 
two to three people that can support you full time for like a thousand bucks a month that can stop yeah. you from ever doing SEO ever again, which is like, I think your next big goal should be to, for you to not do SEO anymore. You know? Oh my gosh. That'd be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I've already been taking a lot of steps back. Um, so a few more questions too. So, <laughs> um, the way we do, and I know you do it differently. The way we do it is it's okay. So it's 2000 bucks a month, right? Mm -hmm. That includes link building. How would you like, cause I understand adding in add-ons. How yep. do I add in? Like I've always pitched it. Like, you know, I have my VA, write it. Like it's not a great article, but he's a good article. Yeah. He'll write a blog article. And I include that in yeah. linking on them. Cause I include it all <laughs> in SEO. You know, I, I think, I actually think for you, for local, you should not, you you definitely do content as an add-on because that's something that they understand the value of and can and contextualize like, oh, blogs. Yeah, we need blogs, right? Um, and writing costs money. So we get that. But for links, I foresee that being a difficult conversation with like a, a yoga studio owner to be like, hey, you need links. Because you're like, the fuck's a link? Um, right. But you're like, this is bullshit, you know? So for that, I think you should budget it into the retainer. And that's why resource management is so important for you. So you can understand how you really should be pricing this because if it's going to take you 20 hours to get each link and you're paying for that, you know, that, yeah. that becomes a problem. So, um, you know, I think that it's like we used to, back when I was running Webers the first time we used to include links in the cost too, links and content. Um, and it, it's very, it's much easier to sell because people understand it. They like that flat fee pricing, um, it's so like, I like for where you're at, I have no problem with it because the, the, the most important thing is just getting as much cotton, like get money in the door, you know? Um, and you're going through a process now where you're starting to sort it out in the back end, you know, which yeah. is good. This is where you're supposed to be. So, um, links is one of those things you're going to have to figure out. But then once you get to a certain point, you work with certain clients who understand like the value and the importance of links, then you can have that conversation and charge for links. And then that this no longer becomes a problem. Um, but like this initial part is why this resource management is, is going to be so critical for you. Um, so you can understand like it happens really easily for, for agencies to not like be managing the resources and it's costing them a ton of money to acquire links or to write content and they don't know it. And they think it's costing them like a hundred bucks, but it's costing them a hundred bucks, 200 bucks and a lot of headaches, you know? So, um, it's, it's just really important to, to have like a, a, a close tie on that as you go through this process. And then speaking of links, just, uh, for my person doing the outreach, mm -hmm. would you recommend, and I know you said it, but just to remind me, would you have, would I create just my own like Gmail account for them? Yes. What, there's a couple of ways you can do it. I usually like to use personas, um, meaning you create like a fictional holistic blogger. Um, you create an account for them. Even I like, I like to start up a WordPress blog for them, you know, and like get a couple articles paid for talking about holistic stuff. Because that way, when you're pitching, um, you know, holistic websites, they see that this person is a real holistic blogger um, and your acceptance rate is going to go through the roof. So if you're doing that and then it, as you start to scale out, maybe take on more companies, you build personas in different verticals. So you have your holistic health, wellness. They can write on like fitness, that whole niche. Then you get like maybe like a business person or a social media person to, to, to build that, blah, blah, blah. That's when you're really trying to hit scale. But um, honestly, I, in my opinion, once you get to a certain point, you just outsource link building. That's where I'm at now. Like I don't touch link building because it's just, it, it slows us down way too much and it's, it's not worth the money. Um, so you pay, you just pay for links or yeah, we, we, um, we use an, a company that I'm really comfortable with 
that I have a really good relationship with the owner and that's that. <laughs> okay. I, that makes sense. The, I think, yeah. and I would say once we get to the scale point where, and I yeah, see what well, payment's saying. Yeah. That's, that's, or, that's the goal, right? So the, the progression is you start off taking whatever you can get, which is where you were. I think when we first started talking, now you've gotten to yeah. the point where you've got a good service. Um, you're turning into process. You're starting to scale it in the next six months to a year. You're going to hit, you know, uh, you're going to do very well. Right. But then you're gonna hit another point where it's like, okay, now we need to figure out how we're going to raise our rates again to get to the next hump. And that usually means building a couple local to people, people local, um, you know, like really turning it into like a traditional style agency a little bit, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and that's when you really start to do like everything quality, link building quality, content quality, build yourself up to the next level. And then this is where I feel like I'm at where like, I don't, I won't touch like you're coming to me for high touch SEO consulting services, basically yeah. where we're going to charge you two fifty an hour. We're going to do like a lot of the legwork for you, but most of it is going to be us telling you what to do. And then it's going to be up to you to do it. That means content. And that means links. Like I'm telling you that you need them. It's your job to figure out how to do it. Um, and that to me is how you scale the next level and get to be like a big agency, which is, which is through consulting, you know, you get up to 500 an hour, thousand dollars an hour for like solving big problems, you know? Um, that's what I see as kind of like the progression. And, that, and that's not saying that you have to move up to the next one because a lot of people are super happy, um, you know, having a handful of clients and doing whatever, but that's just kind of how I see it. So um, links are one of those problems that you figure out. I think when you're in like the first half of that story, cause it's super important and like, People love working with agencies that build links because you can do everything and you can get a lot of clients. Mm -hmm. um, but it gets to a certain point where operationally, like, holy shit, it's just better. To, it's just better to get it out. Like it, it's not like get rid of that revenue because it's more of a headache than anything and focus on improving the smallest part, like just a small faction and doing that the best, you know, and charging the most amount of money for it and spending the least amount of time doing it. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, So let's just touch on this since it's something that I have been doing, but I'm getting away with not getting away, getting a veering away from, but because it works, it, it it's still beneficial. And I know you don't use them, but the thought of having, cause my VA has been creating web 2.0s and I'll drop a PBN every once in a while, but mm -hmm. we're running a, a for local running a press release, you know, what are your, it feels like we were talking, I was talking to you before and watching the video. It feels a little, it's not black hat. It's not white hat. It's like kind of in the middle gray. It doesn't matter what hat it is. It just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just not a good business decision. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's absolutely no data that's ever shown to me that in the last five years that that's worked. And I'm not talking shit. I'm just, I'm just telling you facts. So no, I appreciate like, it. Like why, like, if that person, why would you spend your resources again on something that again, the goal is to do less work and get paid more to do it when you're doing more, you're making more work that the client doesn't know or care about either. You know, it's not like, like maybe a press release, they could, they could see that being a, a you know, like a, a positive thing. But like, if you're going to do that, in my opinion, like again, getting stuck, like doing that is taking a step backwards in your pricing you know, but if you want to take a step up in your pricing, doing like real local press with like real outreach to bloggers, you know, putting together a list of influencers. We, there's a case study on our, on Webris for this company called Dr. Smood. Really good example of how, like I was in an agency similar, similar to where you were at that time. This is probably four years ago. And like, we signed this, this, this local client, really good little, little coffee chain. And, um, and like, instead of doing that, which we were doing, which was like a lot of PBNs and like a lot of guest posting, I was like, you know what, we're going to charge them more. I'm going to tell them, I'm going to build a strategy. I'm going to be like, we're doing local influencers for, influencers for you. We're going to, um, 
you know, like reach out to local press. And this is all stuff that's out. It's easy outreach, you know, like same prospect or same outreach person. It's just changing the target, but like also the, the value that comes from doing like web 2.0s and like a press release versus like, Hey, here's a list of a hundred local influencers who are in the health and holistic space. Like we've contacted them, like they're interested in working with you in some shape or form. Take it from here. Like that has a ton of, a ton of value, which you can also charge a lot more for. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's really kind of doing the same process. Like just, so my point is like, why allocate your VA to work on a web 2.0 when you can have them finding local influencers, you know what I mean? It's just, it's the same thing. Um, same, you know, he's doing something a little bit different, obviously, but it's, it's, he's spending the same amount of time, but like the value of what you'd be delivering and the output of that is like, like that is also how you get to like the next level of the agency, but like doing work like that, you know? Um, and it's all the same process, you know, it's just, um, this is where like, I implore people in the blueprint too to like think like all you guys to like think kind of outside of what's in there, like taking these things and putting your own spin on top of it. Um, and like, you can just, you can charge a pretty penny for that service, you know? Um, yeah, no, that makes total sense. I yeah. like that. Um, so, so I'm not knocking that. Like, I, I don't know if it works, but I do know it's just not a good use of your time as an agency. Like nobody, like no, no, like the type of companies that you want to work with are not going to want to pay you to do that. You know? Exactly. No. And that's what I want to get away from, Yeah. you know, and it's taking the next step up and it's, it's also at the same time, getting away from it, but making sure I have the stuff that replaces it as I'm doing it. Yep. If it's, you know, if it's having its effect, um, giving the VAs that I bring on access to the training, I know through, I have last pass. So I, I use that to share. Is there a way to only let them see specific modules? You send them the link. So like Podia will give you a link. So what I'll do is, um, like I can kind of show you if you want. I mean, I can show you how I manage. Um, it's all done through Slack. Um, I so basically, oh, it's gonna load. Um, but I'm sending them. So like I'm training a couple of new people here, and I I use Loom on top. So I'll send them a link yeah. to the training. It'll be like here, like review the content marketing module, um, and then you know like work on this document, and then post it in you know in the in the management tag me in the comment, and we just go back and forth via Slack, and then I make Loom videos that are like showing like you did this wrong, like change this, do this. Um, but I'm sending him link by link, but they, you, there's no way to only give them access to one specific module. Like they have to get access to the whole blueprint. Uh, okay. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's not a problem for me. If it, I don't know. So, you know, no, it's more, I mean, I, I want to a respect your stuff, but also it's, if I'm, if I'm building a team and siloing them. Yeah you get that one forward thinkers like I'm going to take the whole thing and go do my own thing. I mean, I guess that's the, the price you pay for giving them access to it. Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted to, <laughs> it's just like, a, it's a, that's, that, I, yeah, I feel you, I guess. But I mean, in the same sense, it's only gonna make them better. You know, they're only going to learn yeah. um, and be more lethal. I mean, I would love it if, if some of my people did that, but in my experience, none of my offshore people. Have ever Maybe we think differently, you know, yeah, I'm like, I Hey, I'll go through the whole thing. But, that's a lot um, of initiative, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> Cool. Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's it. I mean, the, my next biggest challenge is really with the project management uh, template folder uh, and really just kind of creating the local workflow of what we're doing. 
Yeah, I, I think I think that. Sorry, I was typing a chat. You said you're yeah. next to create the create the local workflow. Because I think this would help. But like the main one, which it lists all the clients, where it lists all the tasks, and then you know. Yep. I create I, the individual plan. I encourage you to 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 build something that that speaks to your thinking process. This yeah, is no. this is my thinking process. I think this, but like you take this concept and you and you put it put it together something that. Um, is how your brain functions, you know? No, I love it. And well, my brain doesn't function around this at all. So it's fun because it's forcing me to learn. Yep. Um, because like for me, when I look at it, like I can knock out in one month, month one, 90% of this, right? Yep. So then I have to justify months two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, well, nine, 10. It's not, it's not justified, but this is, remember we had this initial conversation about you going yeah. month to month. This is why you can't be month to month. Right. Because that shows you everything that like you're, you're, you're doing all the work up front and you still might be profitable on it. But if they leave in month two, you're literally giving up. If you're thinking about this in terms of profit, I mean, revenue, profit instead of revenue, you're giving up like 90% of your profit by letting them, by not maintaining them, you know? Um, so have you started pushing contracts on people? So that's literally today. I just put in an automation sequence into active campaign that starts that's sending to all of our clients, all of our prospects, everybody that's like, Hey, end of the new year, holistic mate is going by the new company is coming out. And with that our new pricing, new structure contracts, like all of that. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Cause, uh, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just good, man. I'm, I'm, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. How's your wife doing? She's good. She's crazy stressed, three kids, you know, running yeah. an agency and trying to scale and put in stuff and end of the year. But honestly, man, like you guys, I mean, I think it was probably less than two months ago that we first spoke and yes. like the amount of progress um, that you've made is, is tremendous. Like this is really hard yeah. stuff and you're making like a lot yeah, of big changes. It is. But, um, you know, I think you're already starting to see the impact, but I think in six months you're going to look back and be like, this is a whole new life that we have. Um, yeah, it's just a matter. I, I definitely want to get through the rest of the blueprint because what I really want to start being able to do is, you know, start going after slightly larger clients. Local's yeah. great, but, and you, you know, I could build a million dollar agency off a of local. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But and, and I mean, also too, when, when you say local too, it, like you don't necessarily have, I think this is a misconception that people make sometimes that they think that local only means small, but to me, local also means chains. It means yep. franchises. It means, so like local SEO is just the type of SEO because you're dealing with GMB, you're dealing with the, the maps pack. So if, if that's what you, number one, if that's what you enjoy, but number two, if you're really good at it, like, I don't think you get into enterprise. I think you get into enterprise local, you know? You just start re you start branding yourself as we are a local SEO agency for franchise. We are a local SEO agency for um, you know multiple location yoga studios. You know, um, and you have that as a minimum that you charge per location and you charge a thousand dollars per location without and you can't work with us if you have less than ten locations. That so that's a whole other option that you can go down because if you get if you're comfortable with this process and you get really good at it, then you know you can you can get to the same revenue level the same way, you know? Yeah. Very cool. Okay. I think, I think that's all I have. I owe you a testimonial video too. Yeah, no, uh, take your time, man. I, I'm, I'm glad that you're uh, going through it and um, 
you know, really getting value from it. That's, that's really what's important to us. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic stuff. So I appreciate the time. I appreciate you being on here and I hope that anybody else that's watching, getting some stuff out of it. Cause I know as you see me post in the Slack group, it's, it's been, it's been great, but it's also been like, you feel like you're a fish in this like big sea now. And you're like, I don't know. Does everybody else like totally understand this? And I have to realize that, you know, it isn't easy. And that's what, that's what's, that's what's really cool about it. It is difficult, man, especially with a young family. Kudos to you. you Thank know? you, man. Yeah, good for you. Um, all right, man. So we'll, uh, I'm just gonna, I'll repost this for people. Um, some of you guys asked and um, yeah, cool. we'll, we'll chat in Slack, man. Sounds good. Thank you. All right, man. Take care. Bye. Bye.